You're listening to DraftKings Network. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. It's the Cooligans, stupid. You're probably wondering, hey, why are you in a garage? <laughs> garage, as we should call it today. That's right. Uh, look, two things. We got a lot to address. Two special guests here today. <laughs> First, this is our new studio. That's right. We, there's a lot to address. But yes, we're in a new studio. This is our this is our studio. Chateau de Cooligans. That's right. Huh? That, that's an option. Put, please put it in the chat. Yeah. What do you yeah. think? What should we call it? Also, it came with this British guy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Luke Aaron Moore, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> How's it going? I always feel so quiet compared to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We watch your show. You're a very different energy than us. I said, I said to you guys, I'll do the show, but it needs to be as austere as possible. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. Let me up. just Google austere yeah. real quick. I'm allergic to soft furnishings. <laughs> I will not come with this soft furnishings anywhere. Well, Buddy, we tried. Yeah. Uh, there's I'll, so many, there's shelves that are on back order that we ordered. I'll compromise on two rugs, but that's it. Where'd three. You? Thank three. You. Oh, there's three. There's, there's three. a third Sorry, one. Yeah, it really looks. We really like thought that would deaden the sound. We were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, we've kid- kidnapped Luke Aaron Moore and brought him to our, our new space. But Luke, thank you so much for joining us, man. Yeah. Uh, you are you are in town. Uh, if people are not, do not know who you are, you are that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> one of the uh, one of the hosts and, and creators of the of the football ramble. Yes, uh, one of the most popular uh, football. Uh, podcast networks uh, uh, just in the world without a doubt um, and you, you did our show a couple a couple years ago when we were at the, at Fubo TV and now yeah. you are back in town the last yeah. time you were here you were doing a live show um, at yeah. the Gramercy that's right and, uh, and so what's what's uh, what's the plan now why are you, why are you in town um, just just not anything as glamorous as that okay uh, no live shows this time around sadly but that was before COVID right it's 2019 right. Um, yeah just before it back today for um, just for meetings that kind of stuff yeah, bit. Ooh, meeting yeah. business. Yeah. I they out here for business. You feel <laughs> yeah. me? Yeah. There's no, a live show happening say. at the conference room. <laughs> I, should, I should also say my captors are treating me very well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm being yeah. fed and watered. Read it like we wrote it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm blinking, torturing. <laughs> yeah, Morse code. Yeah. <laughs> so, so look, we're uh, we're excited about uh, our new space. Uh, this yeah. is a. You, should, you would hope so. Yeah. yeah. I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just letting. He's doing the NPR thing, guys. We're really excited about I'm this letting space. people know. Because By the way, there's a ton of, there's two people you can't see. There's a ton of boxes, cardboard boxes. Yeah. There's a lot happening on this side of the camera. Yeah. This way, it's just a carpet. A couple people. <laughs> and a door. And a door. <laughs> like a metaphor. A, a I'm trying to block it, by the way. <laughs> a couple people are already suggesting that this looks like a porn studio, that we yes. should get a casting couch. Uh, uh, so a nice Cobra said, do we get to see the casting couch today? <laughs> so get all the jokes in early. Yeah. If that's the case, I'm here on the false pretenses. 
just yeah. remember that clear. Okay. Camilo, Camilo Garcia said, my two favorite soccer podcasts together. That's right. The football ramble is the soccer ramble today, boys. <laughs> right. I thought you were going to say the Cooligans and the Cooligans Extra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, look, we just want to make sure we say uh, to everyone, uh, you know, we're excited about the future of what this space is going uh, to be like, the future of uh, the Cooligans. You're going to get to see it happen and evolve in real time and because we can't afford to do it all at once. Sorry about to go We'll grow together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eventually, it'll sound better. It'll look better. But just wait. Is Make some that, suggestions. Um, is it true that one of the Patreon benefits is that people can come here and build your furniture? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's called it's the please level. Uh, <laughs> we need all the help we can get level. Yeah. Uh, Jamal said, yo, who is the new dude? He's one of your peoples. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, look, a, a lot to discuss, obviously. Uh, Michael Raymond said, hey, where's the tetas? Oh, they're coming. <laughs> we had a, uh, a stress boob. In, right, okay. in our old studio. Okay. It was okay. a squeezable boob made okay. for stress relief. <laughs> Why are you telling me this? Because the fans are big fans of it. <laughs> okay, right. And they want to see the stress okay. that, as we call it. That is also, that's how you say boob in Spanish. Right. Yeah, okay. So. It's just why you wouldn't let me do any prep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, right. Also, we don't do prep. But yeah. second of all, if you knew we were going to bring up that within five minutes of the show yeah. starting, would you have stayed in this empty bunker? <laughs> I don't really know what this is. <laughs> no one does, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I promise we'll get to the sport that we all love in a moment. See what uh, happens when you leave us and don't tell us what to do with the sport for 50, 60 years? Yeah. This is what happens. It's the natural conclusion to uh, that. So welcome, everybody, to the Cooligans. We are joined by Luke Aaron Moore. Uh, shout out to all the Meadowlark family. Easy Cooligans, buddy. That is Poppy letting us know, always welcoming us. Look, Luke Aaron Moore is going to be speaking Spanish by the end of this episode, right? He's going to be singing Guantanamera <laughs> yeah. and dancing salsa. We're going to lobby spoke Spanish to me for a bit. Yeah. yeah. I just jumped in the lift. Because you look so Dominican. <laughs> I did the elevator as quick as I could. Yeah. So, all right. I think the 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 first place we should begin uh, today is... Oh, wait. Hold on. Justin Freeberg said, Blake... <laughs> I can't get to the show. No, no. <laughs> Blake Bamore on the Bulligans today. They're going to add bees to everything. That's so you're okay. now Blake Bamore. Okay. Works for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we should obviously address the fact that uh, the, the last couple of days have been... Uh, 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 obviously, uh, a lot's in the news. Obviously, the Premier League uh, was postponed. Uh, uh, the Queen uh, passed away. And Condolences all, to your nation. Thanks. We, we are all uh, kind of... Uh, I think it's interesting. As as Americans, uh, so uh, kind of enamored with the Premier League, yeah. it's it, it's a... I, I'm wondering how the, the postponement of matches affects the English because there's something to our, our Saturday mornings yeah. that are, you know, like a kid with who watches Saturday morning right. cartoons. It's replaced our cartoons. It's replaced our <laughs> Right, yeah. yeah, and now that that has been you know uh, taken away, how is it? Because uh, online, some people are uh, uh, you know they, they obviously they're very understanding, and then they're, they're, there's fans that just they just love the game more than anything else. Yeah. But the, the what's uh, the, that loss sort of, of 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 the sport of the national sport sort of feel like? Yes, yeah, it's, it's obviously it's, it's keenly felt in in the UK as well. But I think the lower league games are still happening, right? So there's, there's some other. They games said happening. they're bringing them back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and um, so it's obviously a huge part of people's weekend routine and I think next weekend is going to be possibly postponed as well because the police um, resources needed for all the events right, right, right. at on. least in so, London as well yeah, right? that's sure. the big issue yeah exactly so yeah it's, I mean it's the same it's, it's, it's people don't want the games to, to be postponed ever but I mean I guess you know needs must I suppose do you think it was like a, there must have been like a lot of husbands and wives being like so 
What do you yeah, do? Well, what do you What do you do on a day like this? Yeah. There's a bunch of uh, uh, TikToks uh, that I've been seeing of uh, of guys being like, "Hey, my you know my weekend's open up, babe. Like I'm yeah. I'm, I'm happy to do something." The together. woman's just like, "Oh my god, I'm sure <laughs> this is this not was, what I wanted." This is the only time I had to myself. The yeah. mailman was coming over. <laughs> so, this then, <laughs> so this is a big test for you guys to to do the show today with no no Premier League to talk. About. You think we actually talk about the sports? We get around to it. I brought up a stress boob <laughs> within five minutes. Well, the first, the, the one thing that happened since we uh, were on last week is uh, Chelsea's manager uh, was yep. relieved of his duties. Yeah. Thomas Tuchel. America won. Yeah. That's what yeah. happened. And why don't you say what you said earlier? You you, you, you road-tested earlier the idea of using the phrase sacked. Yeah. That's right. And you wanted to check if you were using it right, which you were, and now you've Because you said, it. you said he got the sack. I got, That's he got, fine. He, okay, so when, when Where did the term come from? Do you know? I don't know, actually. I'm not sure. Yeah. Also bottling. But you say, I mean, it's a bit like when they sack a quarterback, right? Y- yeah, no, yeah, yeah, You instantly, for a minute, relieve him of his duties because he can't throw the ball. <laughs> yeah. So it could be the same thing. <laughs> what a what a, He's been relieved of his duties. <laughs> yeah. And a boxing match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a memorable call. <laughs> oh, damn. Yo, did you see Charlie get hit by a car? Yeah, dude, he got relieved of his duties, bro. <laughs> do the Say the sack. Uh, Thomas Tuchel uh, got the sack. He, did. he the, got sacked. See, but the, I said the sack, which sounds... Either works. <laughs> okay, fine. okay. Yeah. That sounds like they handed him yeah. a ball. Yeah. Hey. So, um, look, at least from, from our perspective, look, we have uh, this Christian, Christian Pulisic is yeah. uh, obviously a Chelsea player who yeah. has been, uh, you know, insulted by, by being put on the bench. Dude, yeah. he's so good that the English is so scared playing us on November 25th in That's, the World uh, Cup. Yeah. They've convinced Thomas Tuchel <laughs> to bench him. Yeah. It's a conspiracy. And, and Todd Bowley had to come in and buy the team to make sure that didn't happen <laughs> so that America could rise again. Do you want to address these accusations from Aaron Moore? <laughs> To you, you get the next 48 minutes to talk about it. It's a $3 billion mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just so you know, no one in England is scared of playing the US. <laughs> you are losing on November 25th. And the reason I know is because whenever I come on and do American soccer shows, all you guys want to talk about is whether me as an Englishman thinks that your American players are good. Yeah. We don't need to hear it. Yeah. We're wondering if your players are good enough yeah. to keep up with, with Christian Pulisic. Oh, yeah. So the, the, I think a, a lot of the, the, the kind of the response, at least uh, definitely from Americans, is like now that Thomas Tuchel is gone, Christian Pulisic will be a starter uh, and will get more playing time. Do you think that was that was the, the thing holding him back was just that this manager didn't believe in him? Uh, maybe, but I mean, Chelsea have always got a lot of good players. As they signed a lot of players in the window, um, and that's that's why the the, 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 the sacking of, of of Tuchel's kind of interesting timing. We talked a lot in in the UK about how Todd Bowley backed him, got these players he wanted, spent all this money, and then like, I mean, like 59 minutes into Aubameyang, who Tuchel wanted, and who had his best years yeah. on the Tuchel, um, had played 59 minutes, he's, he, they fired the manager anyway. Right. So I think there's a lot of uncertainty there. And I, I don't think, I don't think the, the fact that Christian Pulisic wasn't planned as much is because the manager didn't necessarily fancy him. I think he just had loads of options and loads of, loads of other players to play. And Pulisic has been decent in the Premier League in fits and starts, right? But he's not been like a standout brilliant 
And so I don't know, and, and, and particularly when the, when the signing of Raheem Sterling as well, which is another big forward player that they signed, um, they just had a lot of options, I think. So, I mean, it depends. It, I mean, what, Not what we wanted to hear. Yeah, but. bro. I feel like you just don't want to call Tuchel a hater. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And that's yeah. what we're here for. So, so the two we're going to edit out everything you just said. The two options we've got with American players going into the World Cup is the, the managers in the Premier League have a responsibility to either A, run them into the ground so mm. they can't play, mm. or not play them at all so they forget the whole sport. Right, right. And we've gone for B with Pulisic. Right. I'm yeah. glad you get it, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's about time you got on board yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah here's what i here's what i truly believe i truly believe that there is the idea still it's starting to go away and we could talk about brendan aronson but there is the idea that american players by virtue of being american aren't good enough mm -hmm. that's especially for the premier league that's mm -hmm. the first thing and i think that's starting to go away but that still exists let's talk a little bit about what's happening in leeds it started out as People are like, oh, we got this American coach. No one knows what he's doing. It started even before that when Chris Armas got uh, hired as an assistant coach under uh, Ralph Ranick, And they were like, look at Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah. Which, right. by the way, is a Puerto Rican dude from New York. You might want to watch him mouth uh, when you <laughs> talk happened, about um, Happens with Bob Bradley as well. That was, but I don't think he handled that well. No, he didn't. No, he, he handled Bob, that Bob not being very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that was but also being Bob Bradley. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's yeah. kind of a gruffy dude. We, were, we got credit for being the first people to make him smile or laughter. Ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> his I mean, children have any yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They gathered his grandkids around so they could see grandpa smile yeah, yeah. Uh, once. Um, but yeah, I mean, he doesn't have the Christmas spirit in him. What are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but when Christmas Armist got, obviously got a lot of jokes. It didn't help that the team wasn't doing well. Uh, what's his name? Josh, uh, Jesse Marsh comes in. Yeah. Same thing. Ted Lasso, they got an American. Yeah. All of a sudden, they ha they bring in Brendan Aronson, Tyler Adams. Oh, now he's just bringing in Americans. This is what was happening, blah, blah. The team's doing pretty well. Yeah. Great, off to a great start. There's a chant for Brendan Aronson that the fans have started. The idea around Jesse Marsh is starting to leave. Do you think this will help? Are we in that middle of the turn? Are we in the apex of the turn of where the English start to, and I'm not necessarily saying love American players, but start to respect the players that were and the coaching that we're developing here? No. No, okay, good. good. <laughs> okay, good. good. Right to the no, point. I'm joking. Um, no, no, no. So, You're so, probably not, actually, <laughs> no, no, no. which is unfortunate. I, no, I, it's interesting because I do, I do completely agree with your analysis there. I, I totally think there is a real lazy kind of tendency to dismiss anyone in football in the Premier League with an American accent, right? Especially if you talk about it and you're fat yeah. and you sound like me. <laughs> uh, that seems to be a wow. big issue. Yeah. Are, they, are they targeting certain people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. While we're fat shaming and clown shaming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, th I think that... Um, you know, Ted Lasso's a part of that because that was a popular show. And there, but there's just been situations back in the day when when um, football was covered here in a, in a kind of less educated way back in the day. So around like when they got the World Cup in still 94. is, by the way. Yeah, but, but it's much better now. It's much yeah, better. It's now. much better. Now. And so people will will certainly stereotype Americans present in the game. But I think Aronson, Marsh, Adams, a lot of, a lot of players who, who essentially are going to be able to break through those stereotypes by just being good at their job is what's going to be the most effective thing to do, right? If you stand up there and Leeds win a trophy this year, it probably won't happen, but if Leeds win a trophy, or Aronson you know, just absolutely blitzes everyone because he's such a high-energy, positive player, that's possible. People wouldn't be able to, to kind of deny it, and that's going to be the, tr the quickest path towards that. But I, I also don't think that really um, American 
Premier League fans should really care about that. I mean, there's, there's always going to be idiots covering Yeah, but there's a, there's a little bit of a chip on our shoulder. For example, there's a gentleman named Jamal who's an Arsenal fan from London, and he just said, uh, where is it? He's still shit. Oh, please, Mustafi had a chant. Aronson ain't special. <laughs> Do you hear what we're dealing yeah, with? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm speaking to you as a British person yeah. who talks about football all the time yeah. and still gets all this stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I won't worry too much about it. It's because you're American. I think they'd find something else to have a go at you about if you weren't American. Right. Yeah. I will say the the hate or the the negative comments that sometimes you'll get and anyone on your show will get or you know for example people on the kickoff things like that that we can mm. see the comments has made it a little bit easier for us that because a lot of times they're specific to us being american right yeah but it's like if we weren't american we'd still be getting they would just cut that part out of the yeah, exactly, yeah. the disrespect yeah so i think it was rory jennings put up a clip right and people were like rory doesn't know anything about football i'm like this guy's been around for forever <laughs> yeah. he's clearly a big chelsea he doesn't I mean, i'm like I if you don't know. think he knows anything then it's <laughs> clear you're not gonna think i know anything yeah. so why am i getting upset yeah, yeah. <laughs> i guess that's a fair point yeah, yeah is that part of the game for you like have you you've been podcasting now since what was it oh eight that you guys oh, started seven. Oh, seven. yeah well, it's, it's part of it yeah i mean you, 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 what was a podcast studio like back then you hit record on a cassette yeah and you I mean, said anyway you sent that to apple How anybody, did it work anybody who knows me will know that i've never pressed the record button on anything in my time <laughs> like, like earlier when our guys were looking at your your kit right. I, was, I was just down at the back thinking this is like a different language yeah your staff was looking at the kit and you were like what does that does that play mario kart <laughs> yeah, yeah no idea I, I, I was thinking it looks like a drum machine yeah. <laughs> i think if, so, we, if we didn't have these technical capabilities we wouldn't have a show at no, we got cleverer people who do it. So what, what you started at a radio station? Uh, so we started the podcast uh, in our own time. But and to answer your question, we actually used to plug microphones into a mini disc player. That's how we used to do it. Get out of here. No, I'm being serious. Yeah, yeah. And what, what the fuck did you do with the mini disc? <laughs> yeah. No one heard it? No, you would. that's how you'd record it. And then you get the audio off the mini disc onto a computer. And then you'd what? It out. Yeah. That can't be real. I'm telling you it's real. This what was, was the last like time you heard the word? Even what was the last time you heard the word mini disc? <laughs> it might have been 05, dude. This is the, that would be the shittest lie ever, wouldn't it? <laughs> why would I make that up? No, no, I know you're not making it up. Yeah. But we're all wondering can why you, you did it that way. Can yeah. I tell you my most vivid mini disc memory? And this yeah. was in high school. Yeah. I I had a mini disc player. I was very proud of it. And I used to like record songs, like similar to the way you record the audio onto it. I used to record like songs from the radio yeah. and, and record it onto the mini disc player so Bro, I could have We some... sounded old as hell. <laughs> but this was, uh, I had a friend in high school who broke the mini disc player because I was sitting at the, uh, at the edge of the, uh, the lunchroom table. And he, he like wanted to see, he's like, you're sitting in my seat. He was like kind of joking around, but he was, he was bigger than me. And I was like, I was a tiny kid and he, should we recreate it? Cause I'm bigger than you. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, he pulled my arm and pulled me off of the, the table and I had my headphones in, pulled up mini this and it fell on the ground and, and just shattered. Everything broke. I was like so angry. Never been angry in my life. Like, like this much. And I've now also never been in a fight or anything like that. He, he sat in my seat. And by, I, I said, you broke my mini disc player. And I smacked him across his face and knocked his glasses off. Yes. There and you go. Justin, he could, he and could you have broke his laser disc player. <laughs> it's like Will Smith and Chris Rock. 100%, he could have murdered me. Right. Like, just, it was just, I, I was just like, it had an out of body experience where I'm Dude. like, I am the, I'm the strongest man in this school. Yeah. And he would, and he just looked at me and was like, all right, I'll let it go. And he just didn't do anything. 
He just, I knew, this was like in front of the the school. Everybody saw me smack this much bigger kid than me. Wow! And he just let it go. He was I, like, I got the feeling this happened to Alexis every day. <laughs> Dude, I used to get smacked by these nerds all the time. But I would, <laughs> <laughs> but I would body them because I got. I don't care. You show me respect. <laughs> Give me your lunch. Yeah. <laughs> I I had a mini disc player and I used it two or three times and I was like, this is cool, but it's cumbersome. Yeah. And then I just went and got an iPod. I'm annoyed that the mini disc player broke after such a kind of, a kind of small altercation because the commercial itself for the for the product was a guy skateboarding around New York City, right. and it was supposed to be a really hard wearing piece of kit. So I mean that's that's the real victim here. Aren't <laughs> when did what was? Can I ask when you switched out of? <laughs> This scene from the old movie Hackers yeah. to a real <laughs> to real equipment. Yeah. I don't want to talk about many displays. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. What was what was like? When did you get to where you are now? Because now you're obviously you, uh, you own Stack, yeah. which used to be called Stankoff or something like Stakhanov, that. Stakhanov, yeah, Stakhanov. Yeah. I was close. Yeah, yeah that's why we close. changed the name of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly I watched it. I'm that. like, what did he? exactly. Oh, that. cool. He started a podcast network with Putin's uh, cousin. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. Yeah, all the assets got fried. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like Chelsea got sold. You had, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so real quick, somebody, Justin Freeberg just said, now Christian gets mad if there isn't kale in his chicken Caesar wrap. <laughs> I believe that about you, yeah. 100%. People are talking about bagels. He eats yeah. fake bagels. Go on. I don't know what that is. It's a paleo bagel. Right. And it's a sad as what you just... <laughs> it's, it's, you know what? Take a bite out of that mini disc player. It's about the same yeah. fucking thing. Yeah. It's a healthier bag. My wife is a nutritionist. It's a whole thing. My arch, right. my arch nemesis. Uh, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. You are really caught between good and evil here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now they're calling you the Stinky Podcast Network. Did you know that uh, Shin in Italian is called a Stinky? No, <laughs> I didn't know that. We learned that. It actually might be a stanko, right, two okay. or stinky. Yeah, this is like sitting in a room <laughs> where people just shout <laughs> random stuff at you and you have to respond to it. Okay, we're clipping that. That, yeah. is, that is literally what our show is. Yeah. All right. That's yeah. perfect. Uh, when did you get to the, now that you have this podcast network, you've grown and big. What made you want to go from doing a podcast, which is not easy, mm. uh, and you guys were doing it multi days a week. You guys yeah. are really Still bothered. are, yeah. Still yeah, yeah. Are, yeah. What made you decide to spread out into the podcast network, Aaron? We'll go back to the Premier League in a second, but I am interested yeah. in what made you want to get into this whole running a network thing. Well, the football show was was successful and mm-hmm. had listeners and was doing well and we there was a couple of reasons one was the people we had working on the show had different interests and different areas of expertise i would say mm-hmm. and then there was opportunities that came in as well so people were saying that could you do a show about this could you do a show about that and so we just expanded we just branched out with stuff we felt like we had a knowledge of and it kind of went from there and, and since then we've done like 25 different shows now what's what was the first uh, one you expanded um, Luke and Pete show, I think. Luke and Pete show. Okay. Um, and then, I can't remember. It was ages ago now. We did loads of different types of shows. So we, so we, so we, we also enlisted like, some of our friends who were also broadcasters or comedians or whatever. So we've got, we had a movie show called Clash of the Titles. Mm-hmm. We had a Japanese culture show, which both are still going, called Abroad in Japan, which is between uh, my colleague Pete and a guy called Chris Broad who lives in Japan. And they talk about Japanese culture, which is based on like a YouTube show that Chris Broad, the other host, does. Um, yeah, which I think I've seen. Yeah, you might. Have done. It's quite he looks popular, like me yeah. if I shave my beard. 
Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I have seen yeah. it. Yeah, although right. I wonder if he there would be unhappy there. with that. Right, well, <laughs> there was a giggle there. Yeah. What's his name? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He name. just looks like a, uh, a fair-skinned guy with dark hair, and yeah. he's a little bit bigger. Just a little <laughs> now he's not a fat guy. He's just not Chris you. What? He's not Chris you. Broad. Thank God it's a dude Broad. and not a woman Christian. in Chris, Japan. Chris that would have been Broad. so different, if you would say. B R A U D. B R O I D. Broad. Broad. Broad, oh, broad, okay, okay. I thought he that. spelled B R U A D. Tell me that doesn't look like me if I was English and shaved my beard. <laughs> okay, what, what, your, what both your dads would have called a, yeah. a girl. Tough subject. His dad just passed away two weeks but ago. But abroad, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. And I, I don't have one. Well, he was Jesus, dude. Yeah. If we can't talk about the big death in here, you can't talk about the big one over here, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Yeah, uh, this guy got recommended to me on YouTube. Yeah. He has a crazy looking studio. He looks like he's in a pachinko. Uh, <laughs> Again, I don't know what that is. Pachinko is that game that sounds all crazy. It's all the little beads that okay. fall. They played in Japan. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Let's see what the chat thinks. All right, I can kind of see it. Yeah, look at if, if I was English and I shaved my beard, that would be me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Don't get mad at me, bro. <laughs> Wait, but you said he was. You said he was bigger. I mean, he's not. I think he's a little bit different now. That's all I'm saying. You know how like you use the headshot from like the way you want to be. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about this is going down. Look quite... up his most recent video, dude. I'm not no, saying just say, this is this part's going down quite badly for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine with it. I'm the one who's fat in this whole scenario. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we can confirm Alexis is the fattest yeah, yeah. of all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, dude, you should be fine with your personal. You should be lucky to look like me. Let me tell you that. <laughs> Was it Pachinko a game on the? Price is right. That's Palinko. Good job. Right. Blinko. Blinko? Palinko. Palinko. Oh, no, Plinko. Yeah. Plinko. 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 That's his name. Yeah, that if was, he was uh, English. I got that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon it was? Like 90 seconds on Jesse Marsh and Aronson? That's it. We talked yeah. about it. <laughs> Mike Thomas put catfish. And if Alexis was much whiter. That's why I said if I was English. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, we were talking about the Premier League. Uh, Taking a three-week gap, this is an Arsenal-specific question. Taking a three-week gap and then playing in the North London Derby. Yeah. Do you think, because I'm, I'm of the idea that that hurts both clubs. It's too, too high pressure of a match to have a three-week and an international, like a three-week break with an international break in the middle of mm. it, uh, playing that. Uh, do you agree? Well, I think there's always going to be the nature of this season to an extent because of the way the international calendar is with right. the World Cup and stuff. So there was always going to be an international break slightly later because I think normally it would be early September and this, this year around slightly later because of the World Cup. Then you've got the month break anyway. Mm. So I think the, the, the most successful teams in the Premier League this season, whatever their ambitions are, um, is going to be the story will be told by who can deal with these stop-start scenarios all the time. Now, So it's a depth. It's a question of depth. I think, I think it's also a question of intensity. I, I, th I think for Arsenal and for Spurs, if you're, you're talking about it in the context of the North London derby, both squads are managed by coaches who are very intense, very on it all the time. Arteta's now finally got Arsenal all pulling in the same direction alongside his vision. And Conte's always been like that with, with the clubs he's managed. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't really affect them at all. But then, of course, there's no control in the experiment. So you know what would have happened because it's not right. going to have happened. So ultimately, they've got to play these games. They've got to do it in a stop-start kind of way, particularly because of the World Cup. It's going to be a bit of an outlier of a season. It might throw up some quite surprising results, I think. Here's something. While you were speaking, here's what I thought about. And I know you're going to hate this idea. What if we kept the World Cup in the, in the, in the winter? No. 
<laughs> it's just terrible. This guy loves one word answer. But, but, but you know, but you know when people, so this is the thing, and, and I've been in this position as well, Alexis, so I know where you're coming from. Sometimes you have an idea and you think, no one's ever mentioned that idea before. Oh no, I'm sure people have. And it's either the best idea ever right. or the shittest. Right. So right. we're over here, right? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Premier League players, this is going to be better for you guys. You're going to be less, for all players that are based in Europe, players are going to be less worn out. It's the middle of the season. You're going to be in better form. You're not going to be gassed like you are in the No, but they'd the have summer. to play their domestic seasons through the summer, though, wouldn't they? This is, the, this is an outlier of a season. They've had to squeeze it and compact it so much. No, right. no, uh, no, no. Other nations have a uh, apertura and clausura. They split the season yeah. in between two. Most other nations know to take a break in the winter. England def- refuses to do it. Yeah, refuses. Boxing yeah. Day. Because <laughs> if you rain. don't remember, Boxing Day is where everyone fought each other. <laughs> they used to play England. Christmas Day in England. Of course they did. Yeah. Can you survive a week without, this, without a ball being kicked <laughs> no, in this country? No, no we can't. I, I, don't, I, don't think that's, I don't think that's an answer. I think it's such a traditional part of summer for for the whole of Western Europe which I guess is the crucible of, of the sport so I mean it, would, it wouldn't happen oh it's the crucible of course of oh, course Europe is the so important <laughs> oh my god yeah. we had boats a uh, long time ago and that's why you know yeah, about the sport yeah. <laughs> oh please accept me we like football now oh please please respect us actually please do that yeah. are our players any good <laughs> oh, is it Brendan good yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> say the kid can give it back I yeah. like it uh well, oh, I was just about to say, oh, yeah, um, in Italy doesn't qualify for two World Cups in a row. I just yeah. want to hear your opinion. But they won a Euros. Yeah. If that were England, yeah. would well, that be acceptable? Um, I, think, I think most people in England would take any kind of... I mean, obviously, England women's won the, the European Championship. Right, right, right. Sure. So that's men's, in men's football. Yeah, in men's football, it'd be huge because England have been so long without winning anything. And, and it becomes more and more embarrassing for, for us because we can't resist behaving like we're the best at, at, at football ever. You sing it's coming home. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. And then Germany sings that ironically to us when they beat us right. and it becomes, it becomes a thing. I das think, coming home. <laughs> it's a really good question because so you, you miss two World Cups but in between you win a tournament. I would take that because I would, I would enjoy the World Cup anyway. Um, I, we wouldn't take that. To, no, uh, qualifying for the World Cup is too important as for the yeah. US. It's the World Cup. Yeah, I we, don't yeah. understand how... As a nation, Italy yeah. isn't wildly embarrassed that you well, can win the Euros. They are, they are. But no, everyone I've spoken to was like, you take the trophy. No, it's, it's, a a massive, big... it's a massive disaster for them to not qualify for two World Cups in a row. It's, a, it's unprecedented. They'd be, they'd be ter- like pissed off about it big time. And winning the Euros in between, it's just a weird anomaly. Right. Uh, they can't understand why that's happened. It's because you, they played you in penalties. Yeah, well, is, quite. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's but, why. Yeah. They hit, when they yeah. didn't qualify for the World Cup previous to this one, they hit like rock bottom. They got yeah, people coaching. resigned that day. Exactly. And then they, they did so well in the Euros. And then with the same coaching staff, they have this, this disaster as well. It's, it's inexplicable. And it, but it is a disaster in Italy, for sure. And it would be a disaster in England. But England didn't qualify in 94, for example. Oh, I remember. Right? Yeah. And we didn't qualify in 08 for the European Championships either. So it, England have got that in their locker to not, to not qualify occasionally. But I mean, to, to, win a, to win a trophy, England men winning a trophy in football in England would be, I mean, it's unimaginable. It would be absolutely huge. Well, so if, what would, okay, so you... Don't qualify for the uh, World Cup yeah. in 2018. How much power have you guys actually got here? Because uh, is this a genuine offer? No. <laughs> like, is this like, have I got to take this Hold back? <laughs> no, that's just air horns. Yeah, <laughs> I thought. You want me to take this back formally to the people in, in the UK? So here's the offer. Are you going to accept it or not? I, I want to say, I want to I understand the scene. England doesn't qualify for the last World Cup. Obviously, it's Bedlam in the, in the UK, right? Yeah. 
right? This well, is, it would be, be a lot of celebrations in some parts of the UK. Certainly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Liverpool would enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole of Scotland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seems like the North would really get into it. Uh, it, it. Ireland would certainly get into it. But, okay, so you don't qualify. Obviously, it would be bad. But yeah. then you win the Euros. What's yeah. the reaction to winning the Euros? Just that part of it. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're talking about 2021, 20, yes. it was huge because it was in it, it was, the final was in England as well. But imagine you hadn't qualified for the World Cup. Well, the reaction would have still been just as grand. It wouldn't have been any leftover hangover from not qualifying for the last World Cup. I think people would forget that pretty quickly. Okay. Yeah. You win that. Yeah. And then you don't qualify. I understand for the concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you win that. Yeah. What's what the reaction? What's complicated math problem? You <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Wait, I think it's because we don't put the S on math. That's why they don't understand okay, it. Okay, you got to speak to our guests the in issue, a way. They, they do math thematics out there. I don't the know issue you is that. I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So you win. All right. So yeah. Look, a trophy has been won by the English National League, yeah, yeah. and then you don't qualify for this World Cup. Yeah. Do you think there would the would the general mainstream feeling be well? At least we won a trophy. I, I don't. I don't feel like I can speak on behalf of the whole nation. But for me, I would take that. Right. Because it would be a monkey off the back. It would be like a tournament won finally after however since 1966, a long, long time for the men's team. And I think that would give them a chance to reset and 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 kind of assume a new identity, which admittedly, in your analogy, following that up by not qualifying for a World Cup would be a poor start to that new reality. <laughs> yes. yeah, but yeah. we could potentially move on. <laughs> yeah, because look, the- if, if, if America had won the equivalent to the Euros is the Gold Cup, yeah. thank you, Chuck Blazer, yeah. uh, <laughs> just like his apartment for his cats, gold. Yeah. If we is had my won- I think a better equivalent is, is, is the US get invited to the Copper America and win that. Sure. Because that's probably the equivalent in terms of South America, in terms of the standard, right? Right, right, right. Because a lot of people would say... You, you do know that we're in a different continent. No, no, no. <laughs> they, invite, they invite teams all the time, right? Yeah. They invite Japan and all the rest of it. Yeah. yeah. The Europe, a lot of people would say the European Championship is of a higher quality in terms of the football being played, a better standard than the World Cup, because the teams are far better. There's no... There's that is many... absolutely ridiculous. Well, just saying. The world... Yeah. But, but it's better if you just take a piece of the world. But the world, the world, Europe doesn't involve Brazil or Argentina. Well, yeah. the, the, it, it reminds me of... Uh, this the, is insane. Did you, did you see the comments that Mbappe made uh, a couple weeks ago about um, about qualifying for, for the World Cup in South America? Where he, I, I, I don't have the quote in front of me, but essentially he was just being kind of dismissive. Like, it's, a, it's, it's easy to qualify for the World yeah. Cup in South America uh, as opposed to in Europe where you have to play some very very weak countries I mean we talk about the standard he uh, said it's easier game. to qualify in South yes, America yes yes no, I, I don't agree with that of okay, course yeah, not San Marino exists <laughs> yeah. there's too many it's the top of a mountain you're playing the baker <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's not how is that what <laughs> you're an artisan uh, <laughs> 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 okay and a center back wow <laughs> so but but that's the thing is that the, we, we always we talk about the standard but the the, the, the standard, the high standard, is pretty concentrated when it yeah, comes to Europe. I think, I think what I'm talking about, though, is so the European Championship has, has expanded recently to 24 teams. It used to be 16. When it was 16, it's not that... We are talking about the standard of a Has tournament. it expanded to the world? <laughs> no, but what, all I'm saying is when you get to the actual tournament itself, if you look at those 16 teams, right. it is definitely arguable that that is going to be a very, very high standard when compared to the World Cup. Now, of course, you can have Brazil, Argentina, and some other teams, but you also get some quite poor teams in the World Cup as well. And England, when they did well in 2018, they played Panama. 
You know, right, this, right. This, ain't, this ain't a great team. Easy. Yeah, well, well, I'm just saying. There's no. a couple of Panamanians lying yeah. on the door. <laughs> I've got no beef with the, with the yeah. nation generally. Yeah. I'm just saying, on the pitch, they were poor. Yeah. So there, I think there is definitely an argument to be had that the maybe not so much since it's expanded because, of course, you, you, you increase the amount of teams by 50%. It's obviously going to change. But back when it was 16 teams, I think there's a decent argument for that. Okay, so someone's taking your side on this. Uh, Shouts to Crimson Pizza, big fan of the show. He says, let me put this into Alexis' terms. <laughs> Would you rather eat all the pizza from a New York pizza championship yeah. or a USA pizza championship <laughs> yeah. where each state sends their best pizza? <laughs> if uh, none, No other states are making it into <laughs> It's just going to be New York anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so do I sound yeah. like him now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, the, look. Jamal said, San Marino, okay, you play Nicaragua. Nicaragua's a tough team. <laughs> They're not just a mountaintop. <laughs> it, look, it's, it's difficult. Each, each um, you know, each continent has their own uh, challenges. Like, for, in, in CONCACAF, when U.S. has to go play... I am La Lucha wants to know where you get your weed. <laughs> <laughs> but when we, have to, when we have to go play... Uh, uh, when we have to go play Panama, when we have to go play Honduras, these matches are going into incredibly hostile environments. It's not simply just playing those uh, uh, 11 players on the pitch uh, uh, that are in front of you. Yeah. It is you're competing with the fans. You're competing with people throwing bags of urine yeah. at you as you're walking uh, onto the field. There's there's a lot also, involved. Also, there's the hotels shut off the air conditioners. They Honestly, <laughs> yeah, they turn off the hot water. I'm not debating any of this. <laughs> yeah. It's not the point I'm making. It gets real conca cafe as we like <laughs> yeah. to call it. I, I just think the the, the uh, this idea. Jamal said you play against drug dealers. <laughs> not, not all of them, Jamal. <laughs> Only a couple narcos make their way onto the national teams. I, I think the 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 uh, it's I I just wanted to be more uh, more people in Europe more people to be aware of the 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 very unique challenges that come with sure. qualifying for a World Cup also, in, in this uh, federation. South, South America, which we were a Course. part of the qualifying. Yeah. There's ten nations. Yeah. A lot of which are very, very strong. Mm-hmm. And you have to play with each other multiple times. And it goes on for ages as well. And, yeah. and you've got real challenges playing in places like Bolivia and stuff like that. Yeah, correct, yeah, correct, yeah. Correct. I mean, you're playing literally close to clouds. Yeah. The breathing, there's difficulty breathing. The ball bounces much higher because mm-hmm. you're literally up in the sky. I mean, this is these are difficult places to play. So it's not as easy as showing up to Italy for a little vacation mm-hmm. and then you play the concierge of your hotel. <laughs> I think you <laughs> happens to be the I center think, back. I think, I think you both taking this way too personally. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's important because we don't typically have a British person to yell at. I was prepared for that. Yeah, yeah. I knew that was finally a pincushion. Yeah, yeah. The great thing is, Manchester Sanders said, Urine, you're taking the piss. Shout out to Manchester Once you two have stopped shouting, I mean, you bring some comments in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most people are on your side, to be honest with you. Uh, oh, God. Okay. Yeah, CONCACAF perfected the art, dark arts of um, shithousery. Thank what you I would say much. to your listeners is that they need to cru- crucially remember this. I don't actually know anything about football. It's just I've yeah. got an English accent. People assume I do. Yeah, I've yeah, just yeah. not been found out. Yeah. That's how it works. Well, we don't know anything about soccer. So <laughs> together, I think we make a really good team. And that's why I wanted to come on the show today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike Thomas said England would melt in Central America. Hmm. So, yeah. What right. is going to happen with the English team? This Englishman's currently melting in New York <laughs> yeah, City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we have to shut the AC off for this show, so yeah. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, what's going to happen? I hope this doesn't uh, start making a sound. Uh, let me decline that because I think that got on the stream. I apologize. <laughs> um, what's going to happen with the English national team having to play in Qatar in the heat 
alone. Yeah, so I'm not sure how hot it's actually going to be that time of year. I forget centigrade, but they say it's like 80. Yeah. In the 80s. It's going to be a dry heat. It was right? like 30. Yeah, but I don't think that's usually dissimilar to what they would play in a, in a summer World Cup for the right, majority right. of the time. Okay. And England's record in World Cups overall is obviously very poor. Undefeated so against the, the, the U.S. are undefeated against England. Yeah, well, I, I can remember. Was it 2010? Ah, Clint yeah. Dempsey, baby. Was yeah. it Green? Was the uh, yeah, keeper? Yeah, the goalkeeper. Yeah, he spilled one. Yeah. yeah. Um, we call it a, he squibbed it, right? They yeah. called it that on the, uh, and we got made fun of for that. <laughs> is that what you, <laughs> is that what we, I've never heard that it's word. A, it's, I think it's an NFL term. It's like okay. where you squib the catch or something. I forget how well, it came. That would be cool. fumble, no? Well, that's if a, you hold it and then drop it. There's a squib yeah, yeah, yeah. kick. A squib kick is when you make it intentionally bounce on the ground. The term can be used multiple ways. Right, okay. But I think we got made your fun language. of it. <laughs> your language. Which we we mixed yours. It's yeah. just an experience. <laughs> yeah. We an took ex- yours and then we advanced it forward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, we talked the more uh, classic version of it. Apparently so. Yeah. yeah. Apparently so, yeah. Shouts to William yeah. Shakespeare who sounded exactly like me. <laughs> yeah. and from the, from what I heard when he was in Japan, he looked exactly like me too. If I my beard. <laughs> uh, Justin Reberg said, Luke speaks for the entire football Rambo crew crew and England. Could you imagine if Pete came out came on the show? Yeah. We do have to have some of the other guys on. Pete is in New York City at the moment, yeah. but he can make it today. Oh, but he's, he's a around. crazy one. I yeah. like Pete. Yeah, yeah I'll tell you what, if you think I just talk a lot of crap. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does talk shit. And we like you never that. know what you're going to get with Pete. Yeah, I like that a lot. I do want to talk uh, about the World Cup uh, a little bit. Um, look, we, uh, I think you, you obviously know where we lie when it comes to in this group. Yeah. Uh, it's obviously England, Iran, uh, the United States, and Wales. So after the U.S. finishes top of the group, right. uh, what, what do you guys think? What do you think? Uh, what do you? What do you? How do you think it's going to shape out? We'll you start th- on for second place right now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take that right now. You can't do this with Luke. Yeah. He's like, we'll take second. Yeah. We, we ain't scared. No, I think, well, I think England will be the favorites, won't they? I think. I think in your nation, be. yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone, everyone goes crazy as soon as the World Cup comes around. Thinks England are going to win it in England. Yeah. Um, but. U.S. are a good team. Like joking aside, they're a good team. Wales have got a lot of good players. I don't know that much about Iran. I think they'll they'll struggle probably. Um, but I, you know, I don't think the U.S. should be pessimistic. I think they should be very optimistic. Let me make a case for USA finishing top of the group. Uh, the game against England will be much bigger for us than it will be for you. That's fair. Yeah. Wales versus England will be a bigger game for Wales than it will be also for you. Fair, yeah. Yeah. Iran versus U.S. will probably be a bigger game for them than it will be for us. Yeah. But that's really going to be the only team that's going to walk into a match against us mm. specifically wanting to beat us for some type of bragging right or something. Mm. You guys are going to be facing competition that is wanting to beat you for the purpose of saying we got to beat them. But I think that's I think that in, in tournament play, I think that's pretty much every team against England. What I'm saying is there's going to be a little bit more of an edge. Yeah, in, the U.S. will have more of an edge. Walking it sounds like you're going to make sure of it. I've, I've spoken <laughs> to the you? national team manager, <laughs> and I said, "Yo, you need to be wearing all black, low top Air Force One. <laughs> we need to set the vibe." Greg Berhalter. I said that to his face. He goes, "Yo, you think so?" I'm like, "Yo, we're going to turn U.S. men's national team into felony FC. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're going to erect a cage around yeah, in yeah. octagon, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Call Qatar, build it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think each nation is just going to have a little bit more of an edge, a little bit of a chip on their shoulder playing against you." Mm than any other one. I can see Wales holding you to a draw. I can see the U.S. holding you to a draw. And I can see the U.S. beating Wales and beating, I uh, I almost said Ireland, Iran. Mm. Not saying it's going to be easy to do that. I'm saying I could see that scenario. And that means England either finishes in second or possibly doesn't come out of the group. Well, I, th- I think first and foremost, it doesn't necessarily benefit you to win the group. 
you got to look at what the other group happens. But then don't you play the second worst? Yeah, but it depends what happens in their group. You're just one upset away or one kind of weird result away from playing someone really tough in the second round if you win your group. So it's not always the best way to do it anyway. But I don't I don't have a big problem with what you said there. I think that's probably that could easily manifest itself. I think I think from England's point of view. It's going to be interesting to see whether they're at the end of a cycle or whether they can continue to build because they, you know, you've got to put it in context. England had a, a, a poor record in tournaments until Gareth Southgate came in and then we, they go semi-final and they go final. It depends on whether that's going to be the end of the cycle and there's going to be a big amount of inertia and they're going to disappoint in the World Cup and Southgate's going to move on or whether they're going to continue to build. And it could go either way. And if the US get after England and really try and test them, there's every chance they could get a positive result. I, I genuinely believe that. I want to... Uh, you know what thing- sucks is you're not patriotic enough. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to hear it's that. It's because yeah. you married an American. Yeah, that's <laughs> this right. is the difference. Yeah, yeah. He's I'll like, I don't care. I get the party no matter who. <laughs> I'll compromise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where's the like MAGA version yeah. of the English? Yeah, yeah. We need a Brexit <laughs> dude in here. Who's <laughs> yeah. trying to fight us with <laughs> blades on his, so, on his hat. My wife's from Connecticut, right? And she said to me, the first, last time I came on this show, yeah, um, I think we spent a bit of time together in, in New York and stuff. And she said to me, "You want to tell that Alexis guy that the best piece is actually from Connecticut?" Oh, and New I Haven. And I, was, and I was, I was like, I cannot say that. <laughs> you don't know. You don't understand. Yeah. There's no way I'm going to be able to say that. Tell your wife in the most respectful terms possible. <laughs> we invented cold oven pizza. They found out about it because of us. So yeah. Pepe, Sally's, Modern, Zupardi's, all of them. Yeah. Put them on a. Boat. I'll just give. I'll just give you a number. You can just tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, nice to meet you. Anyway, your pizza's great. <laughs> Here's why you suck. I actually did a, I did a morning radio show, the number one morning radio show in all of New Haven, which is their pizza hub. Mm. Uh, and I called their pizza trash thinking this will get people to call in. And one of the people who called in was the owner of, <laughs> of their most famous pizza, who's like, who's immediately said, who is this clown? And I was like, yeah. I didn't know you were English. Uh, <laughs> I can tell he's fat yeah. on the phone. <laughs> but you know, there's a big famous, there's a famous pizza place in Connecticut, Frank Pepe. You know that's that? who called. Pepe. Oh, okay. That's the yeah, guy, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've, I've eaten there, yeah. Yeah, Pepe Sally's is down the block yeah. modern is in the area well, you, don't, you, don't respect, you don't respect their work no? it's very good but yeah. good, very good and great are two very different things yeah. and <laughs> Connecticut's never sniffed great when it comes to pizza <laughs> uh, it's nice it's cute okay you got Brendan Aronson wow big shock yeah. uh, <laughs> oh wait though the one thing I wanted to make sure to say uh, about this one thing we have not done with any of our uh, you know English mates is maybe have like a little bit of a wager on this game okay. mm, and I good. think this is something that we should do I don't the, the first thought that came to mind if the United States wins against England yeah. is maybe, you know, Football Ramble has to do a, a complete episode where they have to use the word soccer at all the entire time. you got to speak to the head of production about okay. that. It's, it's not, it's not my <laughs> okay, we got a nod. <laughs> it's, not my, it's not my choice. <laughs> we should... Ha- I, look, that's just an idea, but I think there, there should be a we wager. We should have a wager for if we draw, right? Mm-hmm. We do something friendly. Okay. If U.S. wins... You got to call it soccer. The whole squad got to call it soccer the whole time. How long for? Oh, no, a whole episode. A full episode. <laughs> and you, no, 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 no. And you cannot reference to anyone. Well, you guys don't have a chat or anything. Yeah. But you cannot reference why you're calling it. You just have to call it soccer <laughs> and just annoy the shit out of your fans. But the thing about the wager, as I understand it, is this a potential upside for me as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and right. if the England wins, what, what would it be for us? We have to eat Marmite or some shit <laughs> or Vegemite or whatever it is you guys 
guys are into it. You gotta take me to Frank Pepper. And I have to quietly enjoy it. I don't know. I mean, I'm up for that in principle. We should do that. Yeah, I think we should do something. A nice little cool against football ramble wager. Why not? We'll figure out what the chat. Let us know what the what it is. And if you're listening to this as a podcast, why don't you tweet at us? What should we do if football ramble if the English national team beats the USA, which is not going to happen in the World Cup on November 20th? Are you are you guys genuinely like? I mean, and this is all very nice for content purposes, but genuinely, are you very are you very confident? I'm very confident. I'm 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 more confident than I I think I even expected before the draw came out. I think the US. Are you, actually, are you, are you pleased that the US drew England? We wanted it 100%. so bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I, and definitely for content purposes, this is what a no better uh, uh, kind of uh, uh, draw that you yeah. could have gotten. Because and, and it's, I think it's uh, hyped us up even more because the, of the constant. Uh, I, I think I mentioned this off air before uh, on TikTok. Everything we post, uh, uh, we we, we ha- are now introduced to a, a British audience, yeah. and it's and it's the comments are just like relentless. And it, part of me is just like, I just want to shut them up a little <laughs> bit, you know? It won't. Don't blame <laughs> it on <laughs> no. blame it on VAR or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think with uh, with the roster that the U.S. has, obviously uh, Christian Pulisic is definitely the kind of the face of the uh, of the team, right? But um, Eunice Musa, Weston McKenney, I mean, uh, uh, all these players. Eunice are- Musa, an Englishman. That's right. Who chose to play for, mm. for the U.S. He was uh, born uh, in, in New York. He, I think he spent about 15 minutes here. And he was like, you know hey, what? good I'm enough a- for us. <laughs> I think <laughs> when you say you chose to play for the U.S., there might be some people in England who partly made that decision for <laughs> yeah, as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but there's so many players that are, are playing in Europe uh, that have uh, that are playing at a high level even right now that I, I think there's a... I think they're being underestimated by the English. They're, they're, yeah. it, it's easy to just be like, oh, they're American. One of the suggestions is we have to eat beans on pizza. <laughs> <laughs> or pineapple on pizza. Yeah, oh my God, never, never. Yeah. No, Hawaii has to win the World Cup. Of World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's Canadian. Yeah. They invented it. So but, Canada wins the World but, Cup. But what you're seeing, though, what you're seeing is, so, so generally speaking, I don't want to offend you guys again by dismissing like the Americas, which I don't think I was doing anyway, but anyway. Yeah. The, the best players come to Europe, right? So the fact that you've got a load of American players playing in Europe consistently is it speaks for itself. So I mean, if they can blend and mix those players into a national team setup, which which a lot of nations find hard to do anyway, um, then they're going to have success. And I, I, I don't think it's an automatic that they'll they'll get beaten by England. I think a lot of people see England and overrate them the same way that you probably think the US are underrated. I think it's probably a, quite equal in that way. Yeah, there's a lot of Jamals who say Weston McDonald instead of McKenney <laughs> doesn't even make the England B team. Yeah, I mean this he is, doesn't exist. Crucially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That. What do they play in the they play in the championship? Yeah. Uh, the, look, at one point I get that you know look at one point they actually had to put a Team USA in the NASL where Pele played. Yeah. Just to give you. USA players a chance to play together yeah. okay. because the structure that that Europe has we had we didn't always have yeah as a USA we've lagged behind ever since finishing third in the first World Cup ever mm. obviously we lagged behind until the 80s uh so we we are there's a lot of makeup that that's happening right mm. now we're sort of but I think we are doing it in a faster pace than but before. I think what's also what's interesting is is that the, the really good prospects that are American mm-hmm. will be the, the scouting networks in Europe are so vast now they'll be picked up and they'll be, and they'll, they'll have, I mean, politics is a great example. His, his entire football education would have come in Europe. Right. So yeah. that elevates him as a player just because there's a far better tradition of football in, in that part of right. the world. Coaching right. Coaching is a yeah. more developed there, especially at a youth level. If you, if you look at the US squad, say in 94, I wouldn't be surprised if every single one of them were playing in America. 
Like they'd all been playing in the US, all of them. Except Dempsey. Uh, no, no, 94. 94, 94. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe Ale- Alexi Lalas might have been playing was in, in, Italy. in Italy. But that was it. He did like a season in Serie A. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 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 So, been a but the point being now, if you look at the, the squad now, it'll be completely varied. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's part of the, the, the change. The and transition. you know, to the chagrin of a lot of Americans, that started with um, Jurgen Klinsmann. Yeah. Jurgen Klinsmann made it very apparent to okay. say the bond between US soccer and MLS... He started that sort of that that is it chasm? Is that the word that just went Schism. Out? Schism? Yeah. That I definitely wasn't what I was gonna say. <laughs> that that sounds fun. dope though, whatever yeah. that is. <laughs> it's a great tool song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Isn't it wasn't there like a, an old nineties rap song about schism? Anyway, uh, that that gap <laughs> was widened because he said he wants his players to play in Europe. That split yeah. with the whole idea that the American the American national team should come from MLS players. That 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 sort of Open that up. And Greg Berhalter, to his credit, has always said players need to be playing at the highest level possible, yeah. which is like the lightest, most political way of yeah. saying, get your ass in the Premier League. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I think that makes sense. I think, I think that most national team managers would be the same. They yeah. want their team, they want their players to be testing themselves against the best other players. And then, then, the, then the challenge becomes not how do we get this group of players who aren't playing at any kind of level and elevating them. It becomes how do we get these great players and blending them into a, into right. a coherent team, right? right? Okay. Uh, I want to make sure I get to this. This is um, the, uh, obviously, you are, you are one of the uh, co-hosts of Fo- Football Ramble. Uh, go follow him on Instagram at Football Ramble Daily. But you posted this recently, uh, and I want to make sure I address it because you said you, you took a lot of stick for uh, this. Uh, the uh, which Premier League fans do you like the least? Which is I, who posed this question? Who who pitched this idea? Because there's no way this uh, doesn't anger a couple people. So there's a, no win here. This is a <laughs> loss loss for you I to know. have answered this question. And I know that now. Yeah, yeah. But like the preparation for a ramble episode. Wait, you didn't know that before? <laughs> After back 15 in the, years, back in the mini disc days, you didn't think this was a bad idea. No, I was listening. Um, but the preparation for the ramble each day goes so far, and it's probably frustrating. To the production team because we go in there and then we'll freestyle a bit and and then it goes a bit off piece. How Mar- annoying is what we do? <laughs> <laughs> and, Mar- and Marcus, Marcus, I think just said that to me in part of a conversation. Yeah, and I just, I just said I hated every team's fans, but I don't. It was a joke. Yeah, and you are going to further propagate this myth by pressing oh, some pl- button on that. He's playing it as we speak. I'm not playing the audio, but the people yeah. are seeing. But there is captions. <laughs> yeah. For those but, of you who wondered, uh, he said you open a can of worms, and then he literally starts listing. <laughs> I don't like uh, Southampton. I don't like Chelsea. I don't like. Liverpool. No, I don't like Southampton. That, that's the yeah. one. Yeah, because you're Pompey. Pompey, exactly, right, exactly. Right, right. Yeah. which I've always called Pompey. <laughs> I realized that is wrong. But that's your yeah. problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's all me. Yeah. It was. Uh, thank, thank you to uh, Ellie Men that I learned how to say it. Right, okay, yeah. It's Pompey. So I, I say the, the, the real heads will know that I was joking because I said Crystal Palace, who are my local team, and I'd never say that about yeah. Crystal Palace. I was clearly joking. Right, right. But as you guys have found out a lot of your TikTok... Are you comments, in Richmond? Uh, no, I'm in uh, West Norwood. Richmond's oh, okay. in Southwest, and Crystal Palace is like Southeast. But I thought Selhurst was in was near Richmond. No. No? It's not. Okay. Yeah. You gonna challenge me on that? <laughs> no. I'm the first time I'm sure. I feel I'm, confident. I will admit I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stick to the pizza, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not London geography. Here's what I know. Richmond trash in both the towns. <laughs> yeah. 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 But when when so when I saw this, uh look, I'm a I'm a huge fan of it. I mean it is it is uh it, it is messy. It is uh, you know, even just answering even just posing the question, uh, because you know the the kind of tribalism to every Premier League club. And just being a football supporter. Uh, uh, 
at all. So when you answered this question, and even knowing jokingly, what was the most, at least online, what was the most uh, um, vitriol you got from any particular fan base? I don't read any of that stuff. Oh, wow. No, no. So I then answer this. Who's the most sensitive? Who do you think would have been? The most sensitive fans. Well, you're basically you're trying to get me to do this again. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're saying we want to know the reaction. We're more about the vibes. Here. <laughs> <laughs> the mo- I, I said the mo- so you're now saying to me that that was a really stupid thing to do. No, yeah, no, no. Now no, you're no. asking me to do, do it again. again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not answering that. I'm not answering- Probably Liverpool fans are the most sensitive. I, I would say Celtic and Rangers are quite sensitive. Well, okay. for good reason, right? Well, for a reason. Yeah. yeah. They're in another country yeah. and no one respects I don't them. Think, I don't think they, well, that's your, your words. No, I, mean, I was talking about your people don't respect them. The English, because well, the question gets posed once a year. Do you know what I think happens? Here's what I think. Here's a, here's a semi-sensible answer. In Scottish football, I think Scottish football fans who really love Scottish football will see English people who aren't, don't really watch Scottish football that much because they always watch the Premier League instead. Right. And then they're invited to talk about a Scottish football issue and perhaps they don't have the basis of knowledge they should have. Right. And I would certainly be guilty of that myself as well. And so when you do offer an opinion or you do have a joke around or whatever, you get a lot of stick for it. And to be fair, it's probably it's probably reasonable, I'd say. I'll, no, no, I'll double down on what you said. Uh, I was on stage performing once and I mentioned the word soccer and a guy comes up to me, he's like, you really a football fan? You know, yeah. blah, blah. very clearly Scottish accent, which is not what I just did. Yeah. Um, Scottish accent. I was like, yeah, absolutely. I'm an Arsenal fan. He goes, oh, he, what did he say? He's like, you're a glory hound? You're a glory hound? Glory hunter. Glory hunter. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I said Arsenal, dude. Were yeah. you paying attention? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, oh, Premier League fan. He's like, you, you should be a real football fan. He said, I'm a fan of a team in the Scottish second division. That's what you should be doing. And I'm like, they're not even on TV. Yeah, How yeah, would I? Yeah, you were I'm like, I don't think you understand being a soccer fan yeah. is being a fan of a second, well, is the equivalent of being a second division Scottish Premier League fan. When I grew, when I grew up um, supporting Portsmouth, they, mm-hmm. they obviously don't really do much now. They didn't really do much then. And no, they had a uh, crouch, right? I remember yeah, they, they had Nefa Cup win in 2008. The guy's spilling dates. Yeah, it was like <laughs> a, a decent bit for a while. Yeah. It went to shit again. And um, But back when I was a kid, it was really hard to watch any football on TV, let alone Portsmouth. So a lot of my friends would end up starting to support teams they could actually watch on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I never, I never did that because my family wouldn't let me. Um, but... My point being that it's not practical for you to watch, to support a Scottish second division team when you live in New York City. I mean, yeah, it's, it's impossible. Yeah. I wouldn't even have heard of you a little bit. And that's why, you're, and that's why you're a glory hunter. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you haven't got a commitment. Yeah. Well, you know, when I started watching it, there were only two teams they showed here, which is United and Arsenal. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of people were United fans. And I was like, fuck that. I'm going to be yeah. Arsenal. Hmm. And then Thierry Henry showed up. And I was like, well, that was a good choice. Yeah. So uh, Christian, how did you become an Everton fan? Uh, the saddest way possible. The, the only, I had no connection to any Premier League club. And then Tim Howard was already there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, all right, I'll pick Everton. And uh, Lukaku was there playing well. Well, this was this became a whole thing when we started in 2015. It was like, you've got to pick a Premier League team. Yeah. And I was trying really hard to make him an Arsenal fan. I was yeah. like, you got to pick one. And then I was I was like so close to getting him to be an Arsenal supporter. But it's good that you support different teams because it's m- much more interesting. If you both supported Arsenal, sure. you'd probably become an Arsenal show, right? Well, no. And no one wants maybe, that. that. Maybe would have got paid by Arsenal. <laughs> um, but we were, I was so close. And then one day he shows up to my kitchen at the time where we were doing it. Um, as I'm plugging in my mini disc player, he said, uh, <laughs> he goes, you know, I think I found the team. I want to be 
an Everton supporter. And I go, why would you want to do yeah. that? Yeah. And he goes, I've been playing with them on FIFA. They've got Tim Howard. And this Lukaku guy is really good. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, I think you pick Everton. And then, like, less than a year later, he's transferred. Uh, not less than a year. Maybe two or something. Yeah. He went to yeah. Manchester United. And then, you know. Everton's good for content, though. <laughs> it's always it something to talk about, right? Always. And they've been really great to us. So, shouts to Everton Football yeah. Club. So, uh, yeah, I, w- I would argue that uh, every every if you're a football supporter at all, you're probably a pretty sensitive person. I think we, <laughs> we've been around, uh, you know, we've even done uh, stand up. We've done uh, roast shows uh, where we will do roast jokes for uh, soccer supporters, MLS supporters. Mm. And sometimes people come up to us after shows and said like, uh, oh, man, why'd you make fun of us so much? And then some have come up and said like, oh, you didn't make fun of us at all. Why are you yeah, you so there's only one tried to fight us during the show. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I much prefer it when people, I much prefer the type of supporter that is very self-deprecating. That's, yeah. That's but the then, but then, But what you'll find is they'll be self-deprecating, but if you don't support the club, right. you won't be allowed to be self-deprecating. <laughs> we can make the yeah. joke. Yeah, 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 exactly. Make the joke. exactly. Yeah, yeah, Same yeah, with yeah. Portsmouth. Like, I'll, I'll just talk about how shit they are all the time. Yeah. But someone says like one thing, I'll be like top of the league. <laughs> yeah. 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 Actually, Ma- massive J- club. Jamal wants to know, how does a Londoner support Portsmouth? I'm not a Londoner. I'm from Portsmouth originally. So I, lived, uh, I moved to London in 04. But I was born and raised in Portsmouth. That's what Do you have a different accent than a... I know of North London, definitely. Uh, not, I mean, but the thing is, I've been in London for almost 20 years, so maybe my accent's changed anyway. But I don't think it's massively different from down there. Okay. Because it's only about 80 miles away. If everyone's really close by in England, right? Yeah, Which yeah. is surprising. <laughs> they've got so many different accents, right? It's insane how close you yeah, guys are to each other. Yeah. Yeah, People yeah. are like, oh, I got to go all the way to Manchester. I'm like, oh, that's that's how do I... Get, that's going from the Bronx to Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> it's yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick Red said, Christian is the one person with the 700-page, 48-point font Everton book. Yeah. <laughs> right. Jamal said, LOL, Tom, uh, Tim Howard tricked this. I'm not saying that word. Uh, for fuck's sake, he's stuck, he's stuck forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. You can't I don't mind it at all because I, I think uh, as I've been supporting Everton and meeting so many American uh, Evertonians, it there's a there's a camaraderie. That there's, is a, there's, there's quite a famous Liverpool supporters club in New York City, right? Yeah, yeah. Is there a big Everton one as well? Yeah, it's pretty big. The, uh, yeah. NYC there Talkies. is an Everton supporter. Right. Yeah. Am I looking at it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just made chair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. almost lost the vote. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He won by one vote. Yeah. And Alexis, you're wearing the shirt of a team that conquered Arsenal in the League Cup semi-final one. Yeah, I just like old shirts. And then uh, as I bought it from before my era, uh, this was uh, apparently a bad shirt to wear if you're an Arsenal supporter. But... I like vibes, so yeah. I'm wearing it. Also, everyone thinks it's a Galatasaray shirt, so I'm not saying anything, yeah, and maybe fine. you shouldn't be there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we should uh, wrap up. I yeah, want to make I want to make sure we uh, uh, give a shout-out to Luke. And uh, I know, obviously, Football Ramble uh, and, and, and the whole network um, are obviously doing big things, but anything you want to make sure you uh, give a shout-out? Yeah, so make sure, you, make sure you subscribe to Upfront, which is our women's football show. It's great. Um, Wonderful. Won an award last year. It's got two great hosts and a rotating uh, list of really interesting guests. They go to games. Games, they do interviews, they do roundtable shows, um, and we're putting a load of effort into our women's football coverage um, this season. So do go and check it out. It's called Upfront. And then the Football Ramble itself is broadcast every day, Monday through Friday, and then does some extra stuff at the weekend as well. There's lots of different types of shows on there. So do check it out. Awesome. Women's football in uh, Europe, you think it's, tur- at least in England, you think it's turning the corner? 
I think the, the the European Championship win for the England women's team is just huge. The support has been huge. amazing. Yeah, and now and now what we're seeing already is a bleed over into into club football because there's there's I think there's going to be a couple of uh, all that might have already happened now. I'm a bit um, out of it because I'm in the US, but there's there's a huge amount of supporters going to games in, at club level already off the back of what happened in the summer. So I think it's got a big future. Awesome. It's yeah, we, we went to the Everton women's match. Uh, they played in uh, the the Continental Cup. Yeah. Uh, uh, they played against Durham, and while while we were there uh, yeah. in Liverpool. We got to see that match, yeah. so it was great to see. And we met the um, the, the the woman that uh, made the news uh, for skipping work to go to the Euros. Do you right. remember that? that yeah. She got she lost her job. She was, <laughs> we met her there. She was there. Yeah. She, oh, was, you, she lost her job because you published it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why aren't you at work? Was her first question. Yeah. <laughs> Your boss is here anyway. <laughs> it's great to see because uh, you know here we, we've had uh, plenty of uh, female footballers on the show. We we had Rachel Daly on the show. Uh, cool. Uh, and it's a uh, it, it, I think because of the, the success of the U.S. Women's National Team, of course, uh, you see it's because of us is what you're saying. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, the U.S. Women's National Team's always been great, though. Right, yeah, right. They've been but great they, for a they, long they time. just create these absolute superstars, yeah. and it was great for England to win the Euros because I think England should be uh, should be exactly the same where they're. Where, yeah, you know. well, these players who've won the Euros now they're like household names in England, and that was never the case. That's before. a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's good, especially because there's they've been playing incredibly well in the WSL. Yeah. So to, for them to start to get the sort of like the flowers, if you will, of their of their. Yeah. That's great. Skills is it's great. good. So, hope, yeah, look, check it out up front. Check out Football Ramble. Um, and, yeah, you won't go wrong. Nice. Um, I'm actually going to be in England for the uh, Lionesses playing against the uh, women's national team on October great. 7th. Come in. Come on. Come see us. Are you uh, coming as well? I don't know yet, but I might try to come go. see us. You should come yeah. see us. It'll be okay. great. I can't wait. Cool. Right. Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. Thank you, you so much for everyone hanging out. Uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button if you haven't already, uh, whether you're listening to this. Uh, we, they've just changed the feed a couple yeah. weeks ago. So, I know a lot of people are having trouble finding the podcast. Uh, just go ahead and search for the Cooligans again and subscribe to the new feed. Unfortunately, that had to be redone. We're not putting them up anymore. Uh, Metal Arc is doing that, so they had to redo it. But go ahead and subscribe to that. Hit the like button if you haven't already. Uh, is there anything else? That's it. Uh, uh, Shouts to everybody. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, seriously, we're excited about the studio. This space is going to come together. It's going to look really, really dope. We're going to do a lot of fun stuff here. Uh, and we're going to be doing a lot of extra content on Patreon. So go join uh, patreon.com slash soccercooligans. Uh, so you can see uh, some of the behind the scenes on how this all this stuff is coming together. So right. uh, And thank you for everyone on Gully Squad for not telling, uh, not uh, you know, <laughs> leaking yeah, yeah. that we got a studio because obviously they find out about it first. And also, shouts to Gully Squad. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be able to do any of this. You guys are the absolute best. Uh, let us know. If there's any interior designers in Gully Squad, what the hell do we do <laughs> with all this fucking space? Give us some ideas. Because the only ideas we came up with was a fridge. That was my idea. And a couch. That was his idea. We got nothing else. <laughs> well, the things that will allow him to just sit down and do nothing. <laughs> you come to my hotel in a minute. There's a fridge in my hotel. <laughs> Buddy, we're moving it. Yeah, they, they won't notice. We love you guys. Hey, no, we're going to do a lot more no cap recaps. So if you aren't already a member of uh, the Patreon, check it out. Patreon.com slash... Uh, soccer cooligans. Huh? Look at us. We did it. We All got right. a fucking studio. <laughs> Peace, everybody. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.